This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, the business station. It is BFM 89.9, the business station. Good afternoon. I'm Rich Bradbury and welcome to Enterprise Explores. This is the show where we help you navigate the ever-changing universe of business from the headlines down to the bottom line. Today, we're going to be exploring the rise of a fairly new e-commerce juggernaut, social media giant TikTok, a platform once known primarily for its viral dance and lip sync videos. Uh, They're taking the fight to Amazon, Shopee, Temu and others through their e-commerce arm TikTok shop. With this, TikTok is no longer just a social media platform. It's a burgeoning marketplace where interaction directly translates into transactions. And with this, they look to be redefining the online shopping experience, transforming the way creators and businesses connect with their audiences and drive sales. A great example here was the recent news that Cairo Amming, the social media influencer and founder of the popular Sambal Niet, hit 1.2 million ringgit in sales in mere minutes when he launched his new product on the TikTok shop platform around two weeks ago. As many as 80,000 packs of his latest product were snapped up by buyers within three minutes and 39 seconds. My word. Um, that said, he was TikTok Malaysia's 2023 Creator of the Year and has a huge following of his own. So how representative is this for other creators and businesses who are looking to leverage TikTok shop to create awareness, drive sales, and of course to grow? To find out, I'm speaking with Noor Azray Abdulaziz, Partnerships Lead with TikTok Shop Malaysia. Among other things, we're going to be exploring how TikTok is supporting creators in leveraging their platform, the strategies TikTok Shop has implemented for user experience and seller engagement, and how it's adapting to evolving market demands. We'll also get into how TikTok Shop Malaysia is navigating the complexities of digital literacy and cross-border e-commerce. If you have any thoughts, you can use uh, get us on our U-Mobile WhatsApp number at 018-789-8899, or you can get us on X. Of course, we are at B, uh, BFM Radio. Azrae, welcome to the show. How are you this morning, this afternoon? Thank you so much, Richard. I'm so blessed and honored to be here and really, really excited to talk about um, some of you know the initiatives that we planned for the year. Excellent. Yes. How are you feeling then uh, about this year coming forward? I'm super positive because um, my team specifically work directly with government stakeholders, uh, associations, and also uh, retail community leaders. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've uh, collected a lot of feedback uh, during Q4 last year, and that really helped us design some of the upcoming activities to make sure that we stay inclusive and built a better infrastructure for both offline retailers and online retailers as well. Excellent. Now, this year certainly started off with a bank. Uh, (laughs) Now, um, can we kind of, can you give us a sense of the size and and I guess the activity on TikTok shop in in Malaysia today? What's what's, What's the kind of broad picture of it? Sure. So uh, just to give a little bit of context, TikTok Shop Malaysia was introduced at a full scale in April 2022. So we're roughly passing the one year mark. Mm. And to date, we have helped more than one million sellers. And for your information, 98% of them are SMEs. 
And besides that, we also have uh, supported more than 1.7 million creators as well. Oh, wow. Busy, busy times for you. <laughs> yes, definitely. Okay. Can you talk to me a little bit about the, the key demographics then right now? I mean, mm. uh, are they rural based? Are they kind of mm. based in cities? Mm. Talk to me a little bit about that. Sure. Um, so at the moment, we identify that 60% of the sellers are from major cities, uh, namely Kuala Lumpur, uh, Penang and Johor. And uh, 40% of them are from non-major cities. Uh, last year, especially from June to December, we went uh, across all 14 states in Malaysia, including uh, rural areas such as uh, Kapit, uh, that doesn't have an airport to onboard more <laughs> sellers. Uh, it's been a ride uh, through, you know, the roads. Uh, we'll, we really learn a lot about the diverse cultures of different sellers as well. Mm. Um, so um, in terms of product verticals, it's also pretty diverse. Um, right now, uh, majority are led by beauty, uh, fashion and household. Uh, but what I would also, uh, you know, inform the public is that um, so long we have a product that can be listed on the platform, there is equal chance of opportunity for anyone to succeed. Just uh, the other night, I saw uh, a grandfather playing video games um, on uh, TikTok Live while marketing uh, video games products. And that was something that I could have never imagined without TikTok. So you're telling me I, I could open up TikTok and live stream myself playing video games. Yes. And, and people might be interested in watching that. Definitely. There's, there's so many of them. And I think that the diverse age groups really make it interesting. Uh -huh. Just because we're at a certain age groups doesn't mean that the audience belong to the same age groups. Right. Uh, we tend to learn more from different generations. Yeah. So the, uh, it's also used as a uh, search engine where uh, the younger uh, crowd, maybe like myself, um, who's not so familiar with plumbing and fixing stuff. So I go to TikTok to find familiarity and learn things okay. as well. Okay, so um, obviously popularity does play a place mm -hmm. in how well you might sell or might not sell your product. Mm -hmm. I mean... If, if I jumped on there now and started trying to sell something, I might not be successful, of course, as Chiral, obviously because he has a very large social media following, whether or not it's from his other social medias that he's managed to port over to, to TikTok, for example. Now, um, he might be an outliver given that he's own, he has a track history, he's got his own fame. How do you make sure, though, that such success is not isolated and, and benefits a broader range of users on the platform? So we are very consistent in developing the right framework and keep the trends up to date to our community of buyers, creators, and also sellers. Um, very now and then, we do have in-depth webinars, both online and offline, to bring about case studies uh, across different industries as well. Because let's say you are selling food versus we are selling fashion. Uh, it involves different types of dynamics. And this is how we want to take stories such as Carl Aming as a role model, right? right? But uh, eventually, if everybody follow um, the guideline and also uh, work collaborative with us, um, they stand a chance to be successful. There are brands that I've never um, heard 
before until I uh, go onto TikTok. Um, and these are, you know, boutique brands. Mm. And the reason why they're popular is because the community support on TikTok is very strong. Yeah. Sometimes we look at, is it, you know, a single mom selling? Uh, are we uh, supporting uh, someone who just lost their job? So we will also support those those areas besides having much, much love for the local brands mm. and local products. We, uh, I think that's the uniqueness of the community in, in TikTok. And it's a win-win mm. for everybody, right? You, you get Definitely. more people on your platform. Mm-hmm. They potentially get more sales. Yep. Everybody's happy. Okay, yes. let's take a short break. Folks, you are, of course, tuned into Enterprise Explores. Uh, I'm speaking with Noor Azri Abdul Aziz. She's a partnership lead with TikTok Shop Malaysia. We're talking all things TikTok Shop. We're going to come back, uh, maybe some examples of how uh, TikTok Shop Malaysia has benefited smaller creators, local SMEs. We'll have a bit more of a chat about that and some other stuff. If you have any questions for me or for Azri, of course, get us via our U-Mobile WhatsApp number 018-789-8899. Get us an X at BFM Radio. We're right back after these messages. BFM 89.9. Bias Free Media. BFM 89.9. The Business Station. BFM 89.9, the business station. Welcome back, Enterprise Explorers. My name is Rich Bradbury. Of course, we're exploring all things TikTok today. Uh, now, I have with me in the studio, it is Noor Azri Abdulaziz, Partnerships Lead with TikTok Shop Malaysia. We're talking about how they've managed to like take over this huge market. And, of course, we did see very recently uh, TikTok Malaysia's 2023 Creator of the Year uh, bring his huge following across, made a heck of a lot of sales early at the beginning of the year. Azrae, um, we've started off with like the kind of sense of size and activity of TikTok. And you kind of mentioned a few things about SMEs coming over to the platform. Can you share some examples and stories of how uh, TikTok Shop Malaysia has kind of benefited some of these smaller creators and, and local MSMEs, whether it's in terms of business growth or, or market visibility? Sure. So let's start with some of the um, great um, growth profile of some SMEs that we worked with. So one of it being is uh, Mesdora that participated in a a brand day in February last year. And then they garnered uh, 13,900 new followers from that single campaign. From one campaign. Yes. How long was the campaign? Um, I think it was uh, just around uh, a few days. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And then they participate, uh, participated again in the Happy Big Day 6-6 and surpassed their sales um, initial targets by 185%. Um, and that's just one of the stories. We have Imaji, which is uh, another uh, smaller brand uh, that uh, took two years to gather 200,000 followers. And what's surprising is that they're able to convert 20,000 of these followers into paid customers. Mm. And of course, I think one of our uh, key favorites, another key favorite, uh, uh, is the story of uh, how, you know, a byproduct of agri culture is able to um, hit 500,000 bottles in just six months. And that is uh, Mr. Bentong mm. with, you know, again, uh, just one unique product. Uh, and it's it's a, a drink made out of ginger. Mm. Yes. So um, 
of course, success does not happen overnight. It takes a lot of dedication from both ends. Both um, the, on the platform, we provide marketing mechanics. Uh, we provide the platform and technology and even trends and insights. Uh, but we acknowledge that the sellers and creators really, really work hard, believe in the same vision, and that's how we drive success together. Okay, I, I want to talk to you about um, this, this sense of community, right? Mm. And I, I think the strength of TikTok and the reason that um, some of these sellers are as successful as they are is that there is a tremendous uh, sense of community on, on TikTok. Talk to me a, a little bit about how TikTok Shop fosters this sense of community uh, among the sellers and the shoppers. And how does this community contribute to the platform's overall success, do you think? So um, recently, we just conducted our Raya Summit and we introduced a framework that we believe with will be a, a complete methodology for success. Mm. And the key principles are ACE, A-C-E. A stands for assortment, which is on the product side. And then C is content, and then E is empowerment. So when we talk about uh, community, that's on the content side and the empowerment side. Right. So when sellers first join, we uh, talk through with them, you know, uh, you might have so many thousands of SKUs, but maybe we want to focus on a specific community with a targeted interest and make sure that we win in these particular areas. So even for the content creators and the buyers, usually that's key messaging and key brand personality. Mm. So it's like when you are buying on TikTok, uh, you do not just um, go there right away um, with the intent of knowing what to buy, unless you have bought it before right. somewhere else. But naturally, if you're a user on TikTok, you just uh, will find these videos and these live streams that is related to your interests, such as maybe we're going into fasting man and it's really hot in Malaysia right now, <laughs> right? And we are just looking for tips on how to stay hydrated or how to stay energetic. Yeah. And and then there's these brands and... and um, creators that talk about this topic and I guess that's how we, we foster from entertainment to commerce. Mm. First we educate, we build trust, we engage with the community and then we buy and then we also make sure in the empowerment part of a strategy that we take care of consumer relationships as well. We educate this to, to the brands because just by influencing the community, it's important to maintain that trust. Because you don't want to get a lot of sales today and then not get um, even bigger sales down the road. We want brands to succeed in six months, eight, uh, you know, eight months or mm. even a couple of years. Mm. And that uh, involves the whole framework from community to service as well. Okay, so the A strategy is, mm. is one thing. When you're looking at stuff like other insights and analytics, mm. How do you um, share that with sellers, and how do you help them to understand marketing trends? Mm. Because you know consumer behavior and, mm. and kind of product performance. Because some of these people who are coming to TikTok, mm. wherever they're from, yeah. they might not be so knowledgeable in, in marketing. They might not be so knowledgeable in even using some of the technology. Sometimes, mm. you know. So, do you have do you workshop with them? Do you sit down and talk to them? How does that work? 
Yes. Uh, so first, I'd like to talk about the infrastructure first, and then we'll talk about the activations. Mm. So in terms of infrastructure, in order for anyone to build their business, uh, there's a few sources that they can uh, rely on. So the first one, if they want to build a community, uh, we do have a platform that does all of the research and advice through uh, AI technology. It's called TikTok Creative Center. It recommends what's trending for the day in a particular market across different industries. Right. So this will help uh, sellers to do their TikTok marketing portion of content, especially. How granular is that? Sorry to interrupt. Mm-hmm. I mean, is it as granular as this is trending in KL? This is trending in Tranganu. Mm. Uh, maybe you should pivot your audience. Okay, so um, it is currently done at a country level. However, if they do want that data, they could uh, go into uh, our TikTok for Business Shop ads that complements the ecosystem in TikTok Shop. Um, and from the data point, we could understand specific trends from uh, different uh, locality areas as well. Um, but, you know, just to add on, another infrastructure that they have is within uh, the TikTok uh, seller center itself. So once you uh, started selling on TikTok shop, you will have access to TikTok seller center. You will have live stream analytics and video analytics where it provides you very, very detailed point on when you did well and when you didn't do well and which products give the best views mm. and the best clicks. Mm. So um, in terms of our activations, we do both offline and online engagement to educate uh, sellers uh, and also creators on how to leverage on these data points and these trends so that they can stay relevant, in fact, ahead of time. So mm. for example, we're not in you know Ramadan fasting month yet, uh, but we did the summit to actually prepare ahead of time for the sellers uh, to uh, start as soon as possible. Okay. Uh, just before we go into break, then, I have another question for you. Now, given the importance of, of good UX, um, user experience, mm-hmm. uh, that can ultimately tap into user behavior. Mm-hmm. Uh, what can you tell us about the strategy you guys have implemented to enhance user experience and seller engagement on the platform? We we all know that we've been to other platforms and it's been a frustrating muddle of w- w- how do I get to that? What do I do here? How important is it to you guys to kind of simplify it for both the consumer and for the seller? Understand. So, um we have a few touch points in uh, TikTok itself when it comes to TikTok shop, and it actually serves different point of interest. So let's say um, someone comes into the platform to learn, then the user experience will not uh, be based on forcing someone to look at certain products, but rather they allow uh, a convenient way for you to check out and buy the product seamlessly without having to leave the app. Mm. and with a sense of trust and security as well. Mm. However, we also have a group of buyers that already know what they're looking for, right? Like repeated purchases. They love this product so much and they're just coming back to get the same items. So in order to improve uh, that uh, buying experience, they don't have to wait for the videos and the live stream. We introduce uh, our shopping tab and also uh, recently working with more than 600 of local and international brands to establish our mall uh, which is another um, credential point for buyers to support uh, local sellers on Mm. the platform 
All very interesting stuff. <laughs> okay, let's take a short break here. Folks, we're talking about TikTok shop here on Enterprise Explores here on BFM 89.9. If you have any questions for us, get us via WhatsApp 018-789-8899. You can also get us on X. We are at BFM Radio. We'll be back in just a few moments. We'll be back, of course, here on BFM 89.9, the business station. Burning for more. BFM 89.9. The Business Station. BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Welcome back to Enterprise Explorers. Of course, that was Lenny Kravitz. You may have seen him just uh, a few hours ago uh, giving an inspiring speech as he accepted the People's Choice Music Icon Award. Well done, Lenny Kravitz. If you want to get in touch with us, uh, get us via our U-Mobile WhatsApp number, 018-789-8899. Of course, we just had a couple of questions actually come in via uh, WhatsApp. Uh, Are you okay to answer these? Yes? Yes. Okay, so this is from uh, Yusuf. Uh, Abu Othman, who says, uh, does TikTok Malaysia authorize parties to WhatsApp people into joining a sales group? What's to prevent scammers using TikTok's name in their WhatsApp scams for this purpose? So firstly, I'd like to advise the community out there that uh, if we are invited in such groups, please do report to our community channels. Uh, TikTok Shop does have a Facebook group um, and also we do have uh, multiple social media uh, presence across all platforms. So please do uh, report them up. Um, so for TikTok Shop uh, in particular, we do not authorize uh, such activities. The only authorization that we've given is that we do have some partners that we work with. Mm. So we do have TikTok Affiliate Partner, MCN Partner, and also TikTok Shop Partners. Um, and uh, when you're approached by such parties, do ask them for a proof of uh, you know the, the certification and they should be able to present you this. Other than that, uh, you can always go to our Facebook group for sellers um, and and check uh, if a certain number has contacted you. Uh, this personnel from TikTok shop itself. Usually, the only cases that we could think of is uh, one of uh, you know our official team members are running campaigns or that you did so well. So then you know we've assigned you an account manager. Right. <laughs> so this account manager is going to plan better things uh, for you, uh, but do go to our community channels to validate that first. Great answer. Thank you very much for that. Okay, I hope that answers your question, Yusuf. Uh, now, uh, back to our scheduled programming. Uh, I want to ask you a question then about um, the, the cross-border e-commerce. Mm-hmm. Um, how are you exploring uh, or facilitating cross-border e-commerce opportunities for local sellers? Mm-hmm. How do we get our stuff out there worldwide so that other people are seeing it? At the moment, TikTok shop in particular is focusing a lot of our efforts because, like I said, we are only passing one-year mark. Yeah. Uh, so a lot of work still needs to be done, especially in increasing the ratio of the rural sellers. And I think that before we even go to other markets, it's important to master the the locality as well. Mm. So a lot of uh, initiatives is being done in empowering the domestic market first. For example, we just launched a Jom Local to push for local products to the local community. We even need to, uh, you know, do more education and brand awareness to our local market on how great our local products are. So I think that's, you know, the, the stage where we are at right now. Uh, however, we do not restrict uh, sellers to do things on their own. Uh, there are other um, avenues such as using like TikTok for business, uh, but that's not uh, governed by TikTok Shop Malaysia. Okay. Job Local is a great idea, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, 
But there's also an issue in some parts of Malaysia with digital literacy mm. not being as great as it is. And, and we kind of touched on a few bits earlier on. Right. What are you guys doing to kind of um, help but bridge that gap, I guess, of potential mm-hmm. new sellers who are like, okay, I have a great product. I, I've got a phone. Um, I don't look too bad in front of a camera. Mm. I think I'll do okay. What can we do to help them kind of bridge that digital gap? So the first proactive approach that we have been doing is that we work closely with the ministries and its agencies. So one in particular, for example, under the Prime Minister's office, there is uh, PUNB. So PUNB would identify these sellers and then we will work together for an incentive scheme. So within uh, the first 90 days, they will get extra benefits co-funded by uh, the agency and also TikTok shop will run a campaign. And we have seen success stories such as uh, people from... From, uh, sellers from uh, Sabah and Sarawak rural areas uh, performing extremely well. There were growth of sales up to 200% in just 90 days. Oh, wow. Yeah. And the Sarawak state government and Sabah state government also have been supporting um, collaborations with us. And we do go to the deep end of the rural areas. Um to, to help this <laughs> it's really deep end uh, deep end means that it's it's incredible because you would think that okay um, would, would they be able to adapt yeah. that's what we were thinking first like would they be able to adapt but you'll be surprised you just go there and there's like 200 people who turn up everybody already has a TikTok mm. they just didn't have earlier on anyone to facilitate them I remember watching a video a couple of years ago about some a rural seller in China uh, mm. who I think was selling lettuce or cabbage or something mm. like that. And, um, you know, he was just some guy in a field. Mm. And all of a sudden, he was going crazy. People were buying his stuff from right. all over China. And he got to a point where he couldn't keep up right. with, with the stock. Yes. You know, he, he was crazy. Yes. That's that's the right vision to have. Right. And that's why I said we have a, still a lot of work. And this year should be very, very exciting because we are developing campaigns with the Ministry of Rural and Regional Development, Minister of Domestic Trade, uh, and a few others uh, to facilitate such growth uh, of people from the farms, from the manufacturing areas in the rural areas as well. But the most important thing is that we want them to tell their stories. Right. This is the, the missing part. We, we focus much more on production side, right? Mm-hmm. Or rather, uh, outsourcing the marketing activities. But if you are a rural seller, maybe that's not much you know, capital resources. So, but TikTok could break that barrier because you can just have a phone and talk about how this is very unique. For example, we have a snack that is made out of a wooden fire and someone was selling by by the street. So he just would put on his life and then he, you know, people stop on the roadside and he shows how he's making it out of the wood fire and then he gets the sales, you know, from all over mm, Malaysia. Mm. So this is the type of mentality, mindset, collaboration and spirit that we want to drive. Okay. Now, of course, we've got Raya coming up. Chinese mm-hmm. New Year is, we're still kind of not quite at the end of it yet. Mm-hmm. Not too long before that, it was Christmas. Malaysia, of course, has uh, many different cultures. And how do you guys ensure that a platform like TikTok and the campaigns are culturally sensitive and relevant to this diverse Malaysian culture that we know and love? So... 
firstly, I think that we are very blessed to be in Malaysia because of this cultural diversity. I love it. <laughs> I am so happy to hear that. Um, so we make sure that we uh, have a content calendar and then uh, from time to time, we do call in sellers to talk about what are the upcoming trends that they can be involved with and how they can participate. And uh, sometimes there are campaigns by TikTok shop, but also supported by campaigns that are happening for creators on TikTok itself. And uh, in the case of last year, for example, we merge it when it comes to uh, some of the festivities in uh, East Malaysia. So East Malaysia has uh, celebrations like Hari Gawai and Hari Kamatan, and that's where we go in together between TikTok shop and TikTok to both uh, foster the community of creators and also sellers to promote cultural diversity as well. So we go beyond the major festivities. We also look into like what are the handcrafts, traditional products that could represent the diversity and also the different different ethnicities mm. uh, in, in Malaysia. Uh, I think Sarawak itself has more than 170, by the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's when you've been going, what did you call it earlier on? The, the dark side of <laughs> Not dark side. I'm like very deep end. <laughs> the deep end, yes. Yes, right. yes. Now, uh, I can't let you go without asking a, a couple of uh, not difficult questions, sure. but questions that I, I'm sure that people have asked you before. They're, they're, there, there may be products available in the TikTok shop mm-hmm. that people might find questionable, you know, mm-hmm. uh, particularly when you're talking about beauty products being one of the top tier brand, uh, top tier products, verticals that people are mm-hmm. buying. How do you ensure that the products that the sellers are selling, you know, are decent and they're not something dodgy? And what happens when somebody might be questioned about their product? How do you kind of deal with that? Okay, so let's take it from the approach of what are the preventive measures and then what are the proactive measures. So preventive measures for products that need licenses for these sellers, they are not able to list up their products unless they submit all of the required documents. And we do work closely with government authorities to validate these licenses. So that's the first part, which right. is preventive. But as what you mentioned, maybe there are some that found their way. through it. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, this is where the important component of empowerment takes in, which is the consumer marketing. Mm-hmm. Um so we allow um, a few ways for consumer to lodge complaints um, based on evidences, and we will do a thorough investigation to take the you know measurable stats. For your information, all sellers are hold accountable to the service that they're providing to the end consumer, where there are performance metrics inside our TikTok seller center. So if there is uh, some unfulfilled or uh, a complaint that we found it found it to be true, the scoring will go lower for their shop health. This will affect uh, either the product will be taken away or um, they can't participate in some of the benefits that the platform actually provides. So there, there are ways we do encourage buyers to be very diligent on uh, checking things and, and um, you know, uh, giving us feedback. So we need to work together on this because, like I said, Malaysians are very, very highly motivated, both on the seller front. So <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> very creative community. <laughs> okay. Now, last question. Um, of course, we've seen issues with TikTok shop in, in one of our neighbouring countries. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, would, they were told they couldn't do business there. Then mm. very recently they were told they, they can do it again. Mm. 
Is there a plan B in case something like that happens in Malaysia? But it seems to me the Malaysian government is quite supportive of TikTok shop right now. There's no worry of what's happening in Indonesia happening here, is there? I would say that we are working very, very closely with the government authorities and even developing like national plans or framework with them in order to show that we are supporting inclusively of all retailers and also small businesses, especially local brands to grow. Uh, As such, uh, last year we worked with more than 70 government agencies and that touch around 400 plus programs and um, from time to time uh, we do get messages or um, information on uh, things that we need to work on and we really work closely with the authority to make sure that we abide with with the law Mm. but yes i would say that uh, malaysia do have the national economic uh, sorry, National E-Commerce Strategic Roadmap itself, which is very supportive of the e-commerce landscape. So that's a plus point for all of the e-commerce players in Malaysia. Mm. Uh, and this is, you know, ran by, by um, you know, uh, MDEC under the Ministry of Digital. Yeah, yeah. And they facilitate all of the, the plans for uh, e-commerce players uh, in, in the market. So um, definitely uh, what we look forward to the most this year, we have plans to develop more digital hubs in the rural areas with MCMC. Uh, we will continue upscaling our programs with MDEC to help the rural sellers. Recently, we had a competition, a uh, live streaming competition. One of the seller was selling uh, seafood dried products. And then we saw a surge of growth within two months only of 400%. And we want to build more stories like this showing that we can work hand-in-hand with the authorities and agencies to the benefit of the people. And together we can develop a stronger digital economy through our technology and our our, our trends as well. Azri, thank you very much for your time today. Thank you so much. Absolute pleasure. Folks, I've been speaking with Noah Azri Abdul Aziz, Partnerships Lead with TikTok Shop Malaysia. And if you missed any part of this conversation, you can catch the podcast on our website at bfm.my or download the BFM app. You can also find our shows on Spotify, Apple, uh, everywhere else. Uh, just search for Enterprise Explores, BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.